This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, Laura and Angela here. We are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. And I know our food is always good when we get Blue Apron. I love Blue Apron for a date night. What about you, Angela? Oh, it's perfect for a date night because it's it's going to impress your date, number one. Whether you're a guy or a girl, cooking looks good, and it's really cheap. Yeah, good luck taking someone out on a date for less than $10 a meal. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're going to get a well-balanced meal for less than $10. That's a good date. My favorite is whenever I get to make the pizzas. I love getting my like Italian side out. I'm not Italian, but hanging right. out with you has made me Italian. Sure. And I'm like, look, I'm making a pizza pie. For the record, I've never said that. It's a stereotype. It is. But they're, they're healthy pizzas. They are great. Um, for less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. And we love the best, only the mm-hmm. best for us. It's just... And the, our dates. And our dates. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Yeah, that's how much we're hooking it up. With free shipping, by the way, by going to blueapron.com slash single. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Blueapron.com slash single. Blue Apron a better way to cook. Now let's, let's start, start the, the show. This is why you're single. 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is the election broke us all. We're broken. We're broken, people. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news and kind of election news, too. Why so many of Trump's alleged sexual assault victims are coming forward at the same time. And also the psychology behind that I voted sticker that you know you're going to grab at the polls. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. She has performed stand-up all over the country and shared the stage with stars like like Aziz Ansari and Jim Norton. She hosts Planet Funny Radio on iHeartRadio and writes the comedy blog for the Albanese Times Union. I said Albany, right, right? That's right. You got it right. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I kept saying Albany. Welcome to the podcast, Jay McBride. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks Hello. for coming. Absolutely. So I saw your stand-up when I was at the Woodstock Comedy Festival, and I immediately fell in love with it because a lot of your jokes are about the awkward first dates you go on, family relationships, self-acceptance, like a lot of topics we cover on this podcast. Um, but you have a particularly unique perspective that you like to share, which is being a trans woman in the what? dating world what <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell people that oh god uh, no uh, uh yes my bad yes. my I bad 
<laughs> Great. Now my mom knows. It's, uh, <laughs> sorry, mom. Uh, no, it's yeah. It's You've been outed on the podcast, now. right? It's right, it's, it's it's on your Twitter bio, so I oh, right. assumed <laughs> such a millennial way to come out, though. Right? On podcast, yeah, of course, of course, it's perfect. So. Um, so yes. what made you, I guess, decide to get into comedy and to and to use your your perspective and and uh, experience as a big part of your comedy? Um, actually, I transitioned before I actually started doing comedy. Too. So it was, I transitioned in 2007, started comedy in 2009. So, uh, but I didn't even talk about being trans for a while. I just did like typical, you know, jokey jokes, mm-hmm. like, oh, look at me, so slutty, you know, that sort of thing, you know, like a lot. <laughs> which is what you did at Woodstock, which I love. You didn't talk about it until halfway through your set, right. which was so right. cool. Oh, well, thanks. And uh, yeah, and then I just thought I'm really kind of holding back by not mentioning it. You know, I, in Albany, Albany's cool, but you go like 10 miles outside of Albany, it's like, farm country you know so yeah. i mean like I, i'm worried i'd get i was worried to get like tied up to a pickup truck or something you know oh, that God. sort of thing so like hung on a goat on a, tri- a gun rack or something but um now so i just said well the hell with it i'll give it a shot and i did and you know it's it's i feel more authentic on stage so and I, I try not to beat people over the head with it either like you know you better like me for because i'm okay. trans you know that sort of stuff i just do i allude to it then go back to my jokes and go back to it when i you know have you gotten any interesting responses, it, like from audience members? Um, a couple times, like a couple of people have walked out. Ugh. Yeah, which is, really, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, this is like outside of Albany. Is uh, actually is a college. Is like this two year college in uh, what college? Like, Let's out the college. <laughs> uh, Adirondack uh, Community SUNY Adirondack, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's in Queensbury, and they. Uh, it was only one person who walked out. He's just like, I'm not dealing with this the second I mentioned I was trans. So. Oh, my God. So I just spent the next, like, 10 minutes talking about how he was buying me drinks the entire, you know, just like, <laughs> I was like, that's it. Game on. That's if you, awesome. If you want to leave, fine. But I'm making funny the whole time. So. As you should. Right. So it was fun. It was fun. What got you into comedy? Uh, I actually started comedy when I was in uh, seventh grade at a talent show. Yeah. So I was obviously still, you know... Like, a guy <laughs> i wish my so. i wish my talent shows had had comedy we just had like everybody was singing like disney songs right, in my talent singing. shows and, yeah right right yeah. we had a kid that memorized all of jerry seinfeld stand-up and then just did jerry seinfeld what <laughs> which was actually like, he was plagiarizing and but everybody thought it was hilarious at the time that's i don't yeah. know that's kind of hilarious cause if you're like a 12 year old doing that yeah i think we were in like fifth grade and that's he had like so the jerry funny. seinfeld cadence cool. too it'd be better if it were like henny young men or something like that yeah you know? like, we, a, like a little just... kid doing like old man <laughs> jokes like, okay i'm dying to know what was your childhood comedy like yeah um, is it like oh man joke. oh man like mrs rosenbaum is like <laughs> you know like the way she writes on that chalkboard <laughs> a little bit a little bit and then and then uh, now it's just it was just stupid little things like a seventh grade ever do i i uh and then they uh, farted lots of fart jokes right that like, would go over so like, well do you guys know what a wood stove is no yeah, it's something they use up north where i grew okay. up like two hours north of albany so like it's like cast iron it weighs like 300 pounds and i talked about oh the school next to us they're so strong they bench press wood stoves, but they had to stop because they got third degree burns and there's that shit like that. Just stupid, you know. I don't I was, know. I was, I, was, I was like ten, so whatever. I don't know what I love more if you remember the joke you told I do. It's from the your first childhood. Joke I ever wrote. Of yeah. course, you. Or so. yeah, I also. Or if I love like just that joke, <laughs> that's amazing. No, you don't. Good one. No, that's so, so. funny. Um, <laughs> I can't tell if it was a compliment or an insult to the other school though, because you were. 
you're kind of being like the other school's better than us. They're strong. Well, I was doing like a, a, they're they're so stupid oh, kind okay. of joke before blonde jokes came right. in, sort of thing, or before I told blonde jokes. You know, the, so. the wood oven, <laughs> right? Right. Was the precursor, right? To the What's dope? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Right? Yeah. It's winter. How was your comedy changing as you were going through such a big personal transition? Um. Well, it's just more authentic. A lot of ways. I mean, it's not entirely like I, I didn't. <laughs> I think you, you've heard my acts. So, you know, I didn't really steal money from a homeless person. Yeah, of you course. Know, um, <laughs> well, that night. Uh, but, <laughs> no, but uh, it's just more authentic. I'm talking about what I am and who I am. And, you know, so I got into talking about dating and I talk about, you know, just living and like working and stuff like that. So uh, it adds more. It, it's just like I was holding like I had an arm, one arm tied behind my back before. You know, now I'm d- doing it. Yeah, whatever I feel like. So, how since this is a dating show, are you single or I am are you single. in a relate? Okay, yeah, I am. You single. did talk a lot about dating, but I did. Um, I did. yeah, but I tell lots of dating right. jokes, even though I'm not single. So you never know. Okay, yeah. so I am single. You are single. Yes, yes. Dating is very difficult. One being a comic because <laughs> you know we're. <laughs> We have issues, but also being trans, it's just, it's a very different, different worlds, you know? Right. Especially in Albany, I would imagine. Uh, right, right. It's, it's one of those things like, you know, guys, they, I think guy, a lot of the people who are attracted to trans people are attracted in private, you know, <laughs> and they don't really want to be seen in public with a trans person. Um, you know, which, okay. It's, uh, is that your experience or oh, other yeah. trans people that you know? Is that seem like that's largely oh, the ab- experience? Absolutely. Like I have a friend who's trans. She has like, like every once in a while she'll have a guy come over and uh, a gentleman caller, as she puts it. And but but the guys sometimes they won't come over if if you know like it's actually my roommate. So if I'm home, he won't come over because he doesn't want to be seen. Like really, it's really like that's so crazy, it, right? Isn't it? So and there's I guess there's a stigma around it, but it definitely makes it tough because I'm like, you know, I'll say to someone, sure, you want to meet somewhere for coffee. Well, how about if I just come over? And it's like, well, yeah. That's you're like, it's no, little, then it's a little no, rapey, dude. No, you can't come right. over. Right? Yeah. So, so um, how do so that you makes meet a lot of guys? Uh, usually online. online, and that's the other problem. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen transgender dating sites, but it's not exactly like the upper echelon of dating sites. You know? Well, usually any it's like, niche dating site like because there, there's so many now there's like for every little thing like there's oh, a yeah. music dating site there's even one for like farmers oh my god i was gonna say farmers but angela loves the farmers i really want to go on the farmer i bet that's where i like you know reel them in i have a hunch they're into that what made you decide to use well what are the sites you use well there's let's see there actually are a couple now that do allow trans people like the mainstream ones uh but there's you know, really, some are, they go from like okay names like transgender date or something like that to uh-huh. like the real like shemale yum yum, you know, stuff like oh so. It's God. like <laughs> or something like that. It's like I actually uh, isn't that like an offensive term shemale? Uh, it is. It is. Uh, but, but, well, it's not. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it is because if, yeah, any, if anyone it, else uses it, I guess if I own it, I guess right. I'm, it's okay. But because it, mm. it's such a funny word, you know, know. it's hard well, not to. The reason I remember and tranny is another on, one. Yeah. Well, I I'm a big fan of Drag Race and uh-huh. RuPaul used to like when she would get mail, she would say, like, "Oh, we got oh, yeah. we got you a got she mail. right?" And they stopped doing it this season because everybody was like, "Yeah, you can't say that." It's right. Right. Problematic, RuPaul. Um, right. Well, it'd be. I mean, it'd be like me just saying, "All right, where's the where are my fat faggots at?" You know, right. it doesn't really. It's just right. not. It's just not appropriate. But um, it is one of those weird words, and it's just. And here's why I think tranny's bad that people don't understand. Uh, like anytime uh, a trans person is attacked or murdered, like 
the person yells like you tranny faggot and stuff like that and then goes to town so that's why we're so it is a word based in hate but you know i don't know well, that that brought this yeah. podcast down no, to it. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm. I'm. It's is this is all interesting to to know. What what made you decide to use dating sites that were that were that um, were for trans people? Uh, why desperation. Not, really? <laughs> yeah, why and, not? Why not just go on Tinder? Well, when I first started uh, dating, um, you know, it was it was actually I transitioned almost ten years ago. So that Tinder wasn't even around, and most of the dating sites they wouldn't allow like they had you know male female they wouldn't allow trans people to, on them. Um, so that's where I started, and then and, and it is like a niche thing, like 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 puzzle pieces fitting in a way, you know, like mm-hmm. for a trans person, the only people who are attracted to a trans person are the people who seek trans people in, in a weird way, uh, you know, and usually those people are the ones I don't want to date. <laughs> is that <laughs> so, al- is that always true though? Um, it's been my case. Like, I'm sure there are people, you know, I mean, like I met Bailey J. I don't know if you guys know she is that she's like a she, she's a porn star, a transgender porn star. Uh-huh. So, you know, like she met a great guy, you know, just have to, you know, just so, out and about. So, I mean, I see mm-hmm. like people hit on her and then are OK with it after the fact. Right. But I think, you know, especially doing comedy and met, telling the like world, you have, you have I think to, like, meet like in oh, person okay. and then like you right, hit it off right. personality right. wise. Right. right. Which but is you, what you happened see. to Elliot and Tobley who were right. two of our previous other guests. Mm-hmm. They met, they hit it off. They liked each other like, Hey, Hey, Hey. And then they just started <laughs> dating and hanging out and became friends, which turned into something. Right. I think, well, I think women are more, more forgiving about that too. I think women are better at accepting right. issues like that where I think guys are too, not all of them, but a lot of them are too macho sort of, you know, right. and they don't want to be seen as gay or there so. is. Well, we talk about that a lot. Just guys in general, it, things just seem so much more black and white. Right. Whereas like people are more willing to believe that like a woman can be sexually fluid, but not mm-hmm. a man. Yeah. Like if a guy's like, I'm bi, they're like, Oh no, he's probably gay. It's just right. like, we have to, yeah. we have to really get past these, these stigmas, which oh, yeah. I think it's, oh, slowly, yeah. I it's, think it slowly is. I hope. Mm-hmm. How has dating changed for you since you transitioned what was dating like before before it was i I mean i was never really attracted to women and it felt weird dating guys because i wasn't a gay man you know so it's just it's just a weird feeling you know i was always like i know that that cliche like a girl in a man's body whatever you know that's or a a woman in a man's body girl in a boy's body and it's just it just felt awkward like that's not who i was i wasn't a gay man so it just didn't feel right and dating women was like I yeah you know, I tried it more because that's what I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. but again it's just like ugh this is, you know. <laughs> that's right. Well, I would usually say that in bed like ugh. Wait, in bed? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> like ugh, this is the worst. <laughs> you just start making this out with terrible. them and you're like ugh, this is ugh. gross. <laughs> Whatever, just do what you have to do. What's your? Take? I'll be reading. <laughs> I'll be reading. <laughs> I'll be I'll be watching Law and Order over your head on mute. Um, I mean that happens a lot anyway. Uh, oh really? Yeah, that's true. My <laughs> um, type. I actually. I mean, like, for now, I'm get, it, my standards are definitely dropping a little bit. But um, <laughs> no, I think I would like like you know sort. Of, I kind of like that macho look about a guy, but I also mm-hmm. like someone who's actually intelligent and humorous. So you know, is it but, hard to find those together? I guess <laughs> at least in pop culture, it is. It's like oh, yes, if they're, if they're like a beefy meathead. Like oh right, right. Like the it's nothing e- inside the brain. But I don't know. I mean. There was this guy at the gym, for example. He was like the manager of the personal training people. And I was like, oh, my God, Adam's like just like this fucking meathead. Like he doesn't know anything. And then one day I'm like waiting for my trainer to arrive back when I was like doing personal training, trying to like 
get in shape for my wedding and uh like such a fucking cliche um <laughs> uh but anyway does it everyone does so know. you know it's uh, like, such a cliche but anyways we start talking and he was like he told me he was had all these like books on tape and i was like oh yeah what kind of books in tape like probably about like nutrition or <laughs> right, right and and it was like it was about like all of it was Hunger all about, games it was it was like it was like world war one and world war two and like oh, the cool. social dynamics of like country whatever it was like this like deep stuff and he was giving me a history lesson and i was the like well-rounded trainer. i was like adam i never would <laughs> have guessed isn't yeah. that like the sexiest thing though <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah you know yeah. i but. instantly liked him a million times better right because before that I was like, Adam, go, Adam, go away. <laughs> and then he broke off the wedding and married him. Yeah, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I still there. think he was, he was like too much of a meathead. He was still like, he could still, just as much as he could talk about World War One, he could talk just as much about like what like diet pills to take oh, okay. to like get rid of water right. weight. And so he, I was like, not for me. He could still flex his neck muscles. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. He could still yeah, make his like, pecs yeah. bounce yeah, right. up and down. <laughs> the titty dance. Um, but, he's too strong for me. But anyway, so you go, you, you would love Adam. Uh, I would love Adam. I'm sure. I'm sure I would. Do you ever but, like, are your apps like location based? Like, do you ever see what the um, pickings are like, like when you're in the city? Like, I actually it? haven't tried an app yet. Uh, I guess there aren't oh, any good like trans the, apps. Yeah, there is like Grinder and Tinder, but I don't even yeah. I haven't even tried those. But yeah. um no, but I do like you you mentioned before like what kind of type I have. It's, it's very weak it's kind of hard for me to find, but I really like liberal guys too, or at least democratic and like the guys who are attracted to me are almost exclusively really right wing. <laughs> That's so oh, fascinating. I mean like crazy right wing too. Like like hardcore like I do this joke on stage, like I can always tell like a Trump supporter now by their dick pics. <laughs> No, because like like they grab it with like the strangleholds, oh. you know, like they just caught it trying to sneak across the border, you know, like uh, which. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, and it's crazy. Like non, they they come running. I don't know. I almost think it's like a weird, like a weird dominate domination thing. Only instead of like punishing me, they take away my rights, you know, or something like that. It's like, uh, you're gonna use the men's room. I don't know. It's it's very bizarre, and I don't know where that comes from. And they're the ones who don't want to be seen in public the most. Well, yeah. So. Question: Do you ask for the dick pics, or do you? No, they just get sent <laughs> to you. No one asks for dick pics. Nobody does, right? But right, yet they always I... get sent. It's like, oh, thanks. That's very very lovely. Is that? You should. Keep I actually good. just wanted right. to know how your day was. Right. Yeah. Right. Thanks. Uh, what kind of watch is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> these guys. See, they're always so dumb. Wait, I would you love that. Them. Yeah, I would love that if someone sends you a dick pic and you could see they're watching it. And you're like, and instead you just write back like, where'd you get that watch? It's really cute. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Please tell me that like, you're going to do that next time. If, they, if you send a dick pic to it next to like your credit score or something, you <laughs> yeah. know, or like yeah. <laughs> nice on top cred- of your car. Like, <laughs> like where this is going. Yeah. Ooh, right. That couch in the background's really cute. Is next- that from Restoration Hardware? Right. <laughs> Things are getting pretty serious now. Right. Um, so we picked this week's topic about the elections because we've got the elections coming up next week, November 8th. Make sure you vote. And also because we've gotten a lot of emails from listeners saying that they're dating someone, voting for Trump, that they really like, but they don't know if they should break up, blah, blah, blah. Also, we picked this topic because your current pin tweet on Twitter is hilarious. It's can I read it? Go ahead. Sure. Please. It says going. It's it's hilarious and dark, like dark fucking comedy. Okay. <laughs> Most go, of my humor is dark. So <laughs> going to see my mom's grave in a couple weeks to say a real goodbye, but also to make sure my brother didn't put up a Trump pen sign. Oh, wow. <laughs> How real is it's, that? How it's real? It's pretty real. Now, um, 
I have three brothers. Um, one of them is like, I don't know if I told that joke, but one of them actually did disown me. He's like, all, he's, he's hardcore. He's a Trump supporter. He's got him in his lawn and stuff like that. So we haven't talked even like, like at the funeral, we were civil to each other, but that's really it. We haven't talked in years. Um, so my joke with, with him is I was like, uh, I try and take the high road. So when I heard his wife was pregnant, I sent him the nicest greeting card. Uh, it said, congratulations, it's a boy for now. <laughs> Which, that's uh, so funny. That's my favorite joke ever. And that was based on like, Wait, that, that was based on that truth of having a brother who disowned me. So, But the other two I'm closer than ever with. So it's good and bad, but yeah. Good. But no, that's very, very real. That's, wow. And I don't know. I don't think he would put one on the grave, but you never know. <laughs> you really never know. It's No, I mean, that's... You know, maybe you'll do like a sac, like an, an altar to Trump, <laughs> make a sacrifice on my mom's grave. I don't know. What What about your dad? Where's he in the he picture? He actually, oh, he he hated anything anytime I was feminine. He passed away uh, years ago. I'm so um, yeah, huh? I'm <laughs> I'm okay with it. It, uh, <laughs> it all worked out for me. Um, <laughs> but no, he uh, he passed away years ago. But he was like a, a another right wing guy. You know, very military, very. Uh, very a man is a man, you know, that sort of guy. So, um, yeah, we didn't get along too well. But, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, and now I have jokes about my dad, too. Yeah, I was going to say, but this, all, this yeah. stuff is all great for comedy. I was talking to my dad today and whatever. I had to take some, like, medical tests. I'm like, Dad, I'm just living for material right now. Right. <laughs> I'm like, everything I do, I'm just like, I'm living like, my life for material. Right. I can write a joke about this. Yeah, I can right. write a joke about literally anything. Laura right. Efron always said everything is copy. Everything is copy. On that note, should we jump into what's in the news? Yeah. You guys were so enthusiastic. <laughs> um, I always assume it's rhetorical because we, whether uh, yeah, we want to like, or not, we're jumping in. That's true. Uh, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Well, um, I was reading your favorite, New York Mag's Science of Us. I love my studies. Um, and it was written by a reoccurring author on this podcast, Jesse Single. Okay, Angela, before you even talk about your story, I have to say something about Jesse Single. I know. Okay, so... We learned a little something. We learned a little something. I don't know if Jesse listens to this podcast, but I read a lot of his articles. I think we thought he was a girl for a long I time. I think we did. Um, I've read a few of Jesse's articles because I love The Science of Us. I love New York Magazine. They've been very supportive of our comedy mm-hmm. and our videos. Well, it turns out Jesse's a boy. And one of our listeners went on a date with him because I got an email from a girl who I won't name who says that Jesse ghosted her. She said, hey, guys, I listen to your podcast and I, I hear that a lot of times you in what's in the news, you choose one of Jesse singles articles. And I just want to let you know, I went on a date with Jesse. It's it's a guy, not a girl. I don't know why I just assumed it was a girl, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just I guess. It's a very know. delicate well, science. Yeah, it's, it <laughs> it's is. Very, he writes a lot yeah. about a relationships. I don't know. I just assumed it was a girl. He's no Adam. But I, anyway. Anyways. Right. Uh, and anyways, uh, I just love that someone who writes about dating statistics and ghosting stories mm-hmm. is a ghoster themselves. Allegedly. He's allegedly. Another statistic, I guess. Yeah. Well, Jesse, if you're listening, we roll deep. You don't know who you're <laughs> ghosting. Hugs to our listener who was ghosted. Thanks for the email that made our day. Um, yeah. we'll never read your articles the same way again never again <laughs> but we'll still read them well, well yeah if you ever write about ghosting we will always bring this up and call you out on being a ghoster yourself but she did say that he was very nice they she had did. a great date for a ghost for a ghoster <laughs> and that he paid he paid for the the dinner date and then just ghosted her 
Well, tsk tsk, Jesse. Tsk tsk tsk, Jesse. Tsk guy, you, you know, guys, girls, everyone, everyone loves. Everyone mean, loves everyone... to avoid confrontation. Right. They love to instead of being like, "Hey, I really like you." There just wasn't like a lot of deep chemistry. It's just so much easier to just disappear. Yeah. No, it's yeah. funny. What if this was like the one time he did it and he felt really bad about it and he's like, "Oh, I just got to do it now." Here we are putting them on blast on the podcast, telling it to our thousands and thousands of listeners. Sorry, sorry. Okay, <laughs> so not to do it. All right. Yeah. So this is what Jesse was writing about this week, which is actually a great story. It was the sociology that can explain why so many of Trump's alleged sexual assault victims are coming forward all at once. Which is which is one of the big arguments that any Trump people have is, oh, they're lying. This is like Hillary's right. campaign. Like, why out of nowhere are they all right. coming out They all at think once? it's this big coincidence. Like, oh, very convenient. Very yeah. convenient right before the election. It's not a fucking coincidence. No. There's science behind right. why with Bill Cosby, all the, all, there's, a, there's a science behind why right. a lot of victims come out together. Right. And this happens a lot. It's not just with Trump, like you said, with Cosby. In the New York comedy community, there's actually been a lot of problems lately with girls getting assaulted and then coming well, forward UCB, and, whole, yeah, yeah ucb yeah. here in new york and uh there's a lot of victim shaming and blaming because people don't believe them because they think they're just kind of jumping on the bandwagon but um jesse single broke it down in this article as to why um he says la, 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 many reasons oh well the reasons women don't come forward by themselves are usually because they don't want to go public with something that was a really horrible shameful episode they're still processing what even happened um they're worried people won't believe them which a lot of times people don't and they're afraid people will retaliate because some trump supporters are a little crazy (laughs) so um the dartmouth university did a, a study where they tackled this question And they found that when something goes from being known to being widely known, that causes an important shift to the social dynamics and norms driving the manner in which the situation unfolds. So, um, uh, sorry guys, there's a lot of information. They said there had been stories floating around about Trump's treatment of women forever, many of them publicly reported, but the image of Trump as a predator didn't fully stick until the release of that Access Hollywood video, which in turn drove yet more collective and focused attention on the incident. So basically, once something becomes common knowledge and everybody's aware of it, you feel more comfortable coming forward. Um, maybe, maybe you don't feel as alone, right? right. I think someone even some of the accusers even said that when when uh, they said, "Well, after that first person, I felt like I could come forward." Right, and then and, you start to feel guilty if you don't come forward when you see all these other women coming forward that are being doubted, and you're like, "I have a story too," and you feel the need to. And, and even if no one came forward, that's the creepiest video I've ever heard. Right? I know, I, like just yes. the Tic Tacs, the Tic Tacs when you put like, oh, isn't well, that the worst? I mean, like, breath oh. probably is very stinky. I will. And then like give giving a hug afterwards, you just want to shower. I'm just like, oh. But let's just say God bless Tic Tac because I love that tweet. They tweeted and they were like, oh right, right. Let it be known, Tic Tac does not support sexual predators. Or, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but I was like, it's good for them for they didn't have to say anything, but they did. Um, but anyway. That's uh, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Absolutely. Uh-huh. It does. So uh, stop shaming victims when they come out at once. It's it's very hard to come out when yeah, you've been assaulted. And, and he's a powerful guy. He can he has can ruin a career. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm sh- he can ruin a person's life. I'm fairly certain. And of some it, so. and some of the women worked in the building or had mm-hmm. associations with him. Or mm-hmm. uh, you know, I used to work at People Magazine. I can right. 
I was, I've interviewed him twice. Luckily I, I was never assaulted by him. I did not think he was a nice person to me, but mm-hmm. I can, I've, I've had crazy things happen to me while I've, well, I've been interviewing people and, and you just don't want to cause it. It's as sad as it is when you're interviewing someone, it, it makes you good at your job. If you have a relationship with them and you have access with them and you don't want to cause drama. And I, I, as I feel so sad for that reporter who felt like guilty, like she had somehow like asked for it or it was somehow her fault that he kissed her when she was clearly assaulted by him. But, um, I've interviewed tons of people that have they've like hit on me or made me feel uncomfortable. Luckily, it's never gone too far, mm-hmm. but I never reported it, you know. Right. So, yeah. well, she's but, even had people come forward and corroborate her story too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which yeah. is good for her. I stand by her. So. Uh, very interesting, yeah. Angela. Yeah. Uh, I have also been reading the science of us, but I've been reading an article by Carrie Kari Rom, uh, the sneaky, powerful psychology behind the I voted sticker. This is great. This is great. Now, she talks a lot about an article that was in Fast Company by someone named Kelsey Campbell Dolligan. So this is an article about an article. This is a podcast (laughs) about an article about an article. Um, Basically, those I voted stickers are a public shaming tool, but a very effective one. It all boils down to this, says Kelsey. Many of us vote so that we can tell everyone else that we voted. And we don't want to have to lie about it if we didn't. Because (laughs) you should vote. It is your civic duty. And research backs this up. Uh, there was a 1999 study, for instance, that estimated that somewhere between 25 and 50% of people who didn't vote will lie about it if asked. Uh, and more recently, a team of economists from Harvard, Berkeley, and the University of Chicago found that people were driven to vote if they knew ahead of time that they would have to discuss their voting behavior. So think about this. Like if you're about to go on a date with somebody that night on on November 8th, guarantee you're going to be like, did you vote today? Who'd you vote for? Did you vote today? You even don't want to have even go, go to the store. If you yes. go to the store, you'll be saying that. So, yeah. which is why I'll be selling. I'll be selling. I voted stickers on election day, a dollar each. Very smart. So, <laughs> I mean, everybody always makes their like profile picture on Facebook, like selfie with I voted sticker. So really? just, just yeah. for that, yeah. Or you, or you, you'll Instagram like a picture of yeah. your I voted sticker. Right. Right. I remember mm-hmm. uh, during the primaries, I'm on like this big group chat with like 30 ch- chicks in New York, and uh, and like the first girl that voted at the polls, like sent the group chat like her I voted sticker, which. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever gets people to go to the polls to vote, sure. I'm all oh, for. Yeah, absolutely. But like, it's just so interesting that those I voted stickers are are very sneaky. Right, it's a guilting tool. It's a shaming mm-hmm. tool. Yeah. yeah, you do. If you don't vote, yeah, you're like, oh, I didn't have time. You're like, oh my god, I forgot. You're like, when, when I've had people say that during the primaries, I'm like, you're kind of an idiot. <laughs> or like, oh, I forgot to. Um, you know, I forgot to sign up. I, I was an independent, so I can't vote in the dem- Democratic primaries. I'm like, that happened to a lot of people. That happened to a lot of people. But I'm like, you should have taken the time to look into that and make sure you were signed up. Right. Like, hello. Um, but yeah, it's a public shaming tool. Those little I stickers. I guarantee it was invented by an Irish Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Listen, being Irish Catholic, I'm uh, sure of it. I'm Italian Catholic. Oh, okay. We're okay. Still guilt. Lots of guilt. Yeah. It's very... Less drinking. Yeah. I don't know more other things <laughs> with the Italians more killing people right I don't know. <laughs> right you know um, <laughs> more tomatoes right less potatoes <laughs> which one's the mafia that's the Italians. the Italians yeah I mean the Irish have like you know the IRA but you know right Irish people they're, to they're me tough. just they're tough but you know it's yeah. when I think of the Irish people though from when I was in Ireland I just think of like jolly drunk people at bars that are just like hey here's 
a beer and they're like they're just like handing you a free beer and there's like happy go lucky singing songs just like everybody sings oh. on their bad side all i picture is like drunk people singing well that seems uh, like know, a stereotype I'm, that was my I'm experience half Irish. it's 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 either that or like the angry drunks that's what i'm used to like the ones who right. sit at the bar staring at someone like he ruined my life you know and it's like it's like that's a stranger maybe it's a stereotype but um there was just a lot of reason. drunk people singing right. when I was in Ireland. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the food was crappy, right? They boiled everything. <laughs> the food doesn't stick out to me as bad or good. So I guess okay. that means it was, yeah, probably, right. you're probably right. <laughs> I'm Italian, but my mom makes Irish soda bread. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. I don't like caraway seeds, but otherwise, like, you kind of I don't even know can... what's in it. She might not even make it the real way because. Oh, okay. We're... There's like the, the <laughs> rye bread, that caraway seed, and then currants, and then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're covering good. so much territory. I know, right? right? Now. It's uh, all the stuff that people are <laughs> bored to death and don't want to listen to. It's great. <laughs> Bread. Talk more about <laughs> Irish cuisine on this on this dating podcast. No more Irish cuisine. All we right. are going to jump into the mailbox, guys. <laughs> One more thing about a potato. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. All right. But before we jump into the mailbox, let's thank one of our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor. Adam and Eve, go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only, and you'll get 50% off just about any item. Now, Angela, I love hearing what type of sexy lingerie or toys or fun things my friends have. Don't you? You really learn a lot about a person when you know what kind of vibrators they buy. Yeah. Sometimes you buy them for your friends. Yeah. Like we talk about this a lot, but there was that time that I bought you a Kegel weight. You did. And it, it sat on my coffee table for a while. Uh, but that was cool, too. It started a lot of great conversations with guests in my home. So Angela and I were talking about it together, and we thought we want to know what kind of stuff our listeners buy. Yeah, we want to know what kind of stuff you're into. So we decided if you guys go to adamandeve.com and you buy some fun goodies, whatever kind of goodies you're into, send us the receipt and we will shout you out on the podcast and we will read your receipt of what you bought. We can use your first name only. We can use your full name if you prefer that. Or Angela has a great idea. Yeah. Tell us if, if you think saying anonymous is too boring. Um, let us know if you want us to make up a name for you. Based on the item that you've purchased, we'll, we'll decide what your name should be. I am so excited to find out what our listeners buy. Yeah. And the good news is, guys, when you find your item on Adam and Eve that you want to buy, it's going to be 50% off and you'll also receive three fo- free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift And to top it off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Holy crap. That's better than like Black Friday. That is legit hooking it up with swag. AdamandEve.com. Come and use code SINGLE at checkout. That's S-I-N-G-L-E at AdamandEve.com. Use code SINGLE at AdamandEve.com. Angela, what do we have in the mailbox today? Okay, so we have some politically themed messages from our listeners this week because this election season has really, as is the theme of our episode, been killing people um, and it's spilling over into all facets of life. First up, we have some Tinder messages from Lauren and Laura and I are going to role play these messages. She was having, she got into some kind of political debate with this guy um, and he expressed some anti-Hillary views. So uh, Laura's going to play the dude, and I'm going to play the lady. And, right. I'll, and I'll be commentator Lester Holt. Yes. yes. <laughs> the moderator. 100%. Chime in anytime. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Laura, you want to kick it off? Action. I'm very much anti-Hillary. 
interesting. Why? I think she's pure evil for starters. The constant lying, flip-flopping just to get votes. Then you have the email scandals or being pro-women but got a rapist off on charges as a lawyer. Uh, if a known sex offender's house is on fire, it is your duty as a firefighter to put out the fire. No, you have a duty of care to rescue that person. No, lawyers had the same duty. I guess consistently pushing for health care for children at every stage of her political career, 30 years, is flip-flopping. Using a private email server after being attacked for, by the media for 20 plus years is smart lawyering. But yeah, pure evil if you don't actually look for unbiased sources. I guess consistently... Oh, whoops. That's the same message. Uh, I was a historian prior to going to law school. Research and unbiased sources are golden. Uh, I was appointed. Oh, she was appointed again. It's called research. Can't turn it down. At that point, he lost his erection. Oh, yeah. She ha- also enabled her sexually assaultive husband for years. Mm, Bill always took great pains to hide his affairs from her. Again, research. Sorry, this won't work. Yes, intelligent women who challenge your beliefs aren't your cup of tea. By the way, that guy has no game whatsoever. Yeah. Right? Was he? Yeah, you're like, on Tinder, and you're like, dude, that, that, like, if there's a guy like that, just be like, that's so that's so hot that you like Hillary. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Go. Then you're gonna have hate sex, right? Like, he <laughs> just, is just not angry, like you know, Democratic convention, like you know, he, Rob Lowe in a hotel room. Sex. Yeah, <laughs> hooking up is apparently not a priority for this dude. I do remember reading uh, an article. I think it was in the New Yorker about this woman who campaigned really hard for like. Al Gore or something and then when he lost she dealt with it by fucking a Republican <laughs> and she said it was like the way she like got over it and it was also the best sex of her life so that sounds bizarre I know but maybe that's what these two should have done but no I, I Lauren you held your own in this conversation yeah I mean I find uh, it unbelievable how patient she was that she took the time to to explain things and, and but uh, my only issue that like no one's ever going to change their minds right on, on an true. online fight it's those are the biggest way it's like but dude it's why are you doing it on tinder I, don't, I just <laughs> i will never understand why you started a debate on tinder i can see trolling like twitter or something like that but yeah. i know it's so weird it's just, i want to know like how like, just, just did swipe. politics just come up go ahead just swipe I mean, the other other way I yeah guess, like if you are looking for something serious it's good to know not gonna work there or or don't start dating until november 9th right you know I mean, when, when everyone stops caring right then you'll be like oh okay well i lost yeah I do but, have to say, before she sent us this message, I do like how she introduced it. She said, I know you're going to like it because, Laura, you love research and Angela, you like a little attitude. <laughs> <laughs> there was something for everybody there. Yeah, there nice. really was. Uh, thanks for sharing that with us. That that was beautiful. I mm-hmm. thought you got into some deep, deep political conversations for Tinder. Right. Good for you for standing up for yourself. Yeah. All thanks right. for and, sharing and your, for Hills. your messages. Um, so then our next, qu- this leads nicely into our next question. We've gotten a similar question. Or our before. first question, really. Well, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. Our first question uh, from a listener. She, we had answered a question on a previous episode about somebody that was potentially dating a Trump supporter. She wasn't sure if he was a Trump supporter. Um, but this girl that wrote us in anonymous, uh, she is sure that her guy is a Trump supporter. And she writes, I remember one episode, one of the questions was, 
uh, what should I do if that guy is dating a Trump supporter? I can't remember what episode that was, but now I'm faced in that situation. The guy I'm dating is a Trump supporter and he loathes Hillary Clinton and I have never expressed my feelings about either candidate, but he just continues to rave about Trump regardless of knowing my political views, which are in fact anti-Trump. To save us both the trouble of digging in the archives, do you remember what your answer or advice was to that listener? Listen, we're just going to record a whole new episode for you. Yeah. Well, things have gotten more intense yeah. when in the election. So I feel like I think I feel like back then maybe it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't for sure that Trump was the Republican candidate. Is that correct? No, it was. It was. All right. Um, but it's but gotten heated. It's I gotten mean, more, they, heated. Like, more heated. Even more. Even more stuff has come out about how horrendous of a misogynist he he is i mean he right. always was he always I, was i think at the time i said like if you think your guy is a misogynist or has any of the crazy views that trump does uh or like is a bigot or any of these things like you run for the hills but but anyways with jay i want you to take this oh all right um <laughs> what should she do should she date this this trump supporter yeah i think you're right i mean like if he's like find your issues that are most important and if they don't mesh then you know because it's getting weird it's getting like like when when you have a political discussion it's almost like you know when you're when your mom and dad just had a huge fight and you're at the dinner table and it's dead silent Mm -hmm. you know and it just feels like oh i think uh i would say wait till november 9th (laughs) but with me it's like i i i don't know if he's like well i like small government you'd be like well maybe that's okay right i think that's what i said before you're like i can't stand gays and women then well maybe maybe he's not the one and this election psych i mean like if he's not she's he's explicitly says he's a trump guy not that he's a republican so and i feel like if you're a trump person you're at least saying you're okay with a president who is pretty much anti-gay and anti-woman and anti a lot of other good things um anti-people essentially. yeah like is there any in, unless you're like a white male is there anybody else that he <laughs> likes i really don't think so i think before i had said you know talk to him about the issues and see if your issues line up and see if he's you know if his viewpoints uh whatever i think i said don't worry that he that he likes trump so much just find out how he he feels about different groups of people and what the issues are. I completely disagree with that. Now I truly don't think that I could be friends with somebody or have any respect for a person who at this far and at this point in the election is voting for Trump. I I, I really think I would just think you're like a psychopath. Well, you're just, you're aligning yourself with a certain ideology with like a potential, like Hitlerish character, like a, a crazy pat, a crazy person. Or you look at it this way: Hillary's probably going to win. So you'd say, like, well, we can give it a shot, and then you just complain the next four years or eight years. Uh, yeah, do you want to have to listen to that for four no, years? No, or hopefully or if, eight years. But if Trump wins, then you won't matter because we'll all be living in rubble piles from the nuclear ho- apocalypse. That's you know, true. and we'll have like mutated kids from all the <laughs> nuclear wastes. You know, so it's going to be you know it'll be fun for everybody. I don't know if that's win win or lose lose. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but yeah, I, I could not. I, I could not go either. on a date with somebody either. like this. I think I just, the three like, of us are in it. agreement yeah. here. I try and be friend. Like I, I have friends who are Trump supporters, and it's just like I know you're a good person. I know you've always been good to me. Always been good to gay people and women, you know. And but ugh. but then you just have to look at them a little differently, right? Like it, I, it, yeah. I think I would oh, just yeah. look at them and be like, oh, you're not as kind or smart or like with it right as i thought you were i I, like when i first transitioned uh the 
you know, I lived in a big apartment building and the, the people who managed it, very Republican, very conservative, but they were totally accepting of me and they made it much easier. I probably wouldn't have been able to stick around if they weren't like that. And they, you know, so I'm really grateful for them. And yeah, they support Trump. And it's tough because it's like, I know they, they Trump wasn't their first choice, but it's the best that it's all the Republicans have and they're very Republican. But it's not. It's, but it's not what they have. It's not so, all of their it's, options. It's hard for me to look at that well, like, oh, we they were so nice to me. Options. It's hard. I can't, I can't get angry at these people, you know, but I just want to be like, I can't debate them either because I'll go insane just trying to convince them to change their mind. I mean, honestly, look, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump insulted his father and his wife, and then he still had to turn around and support Trump. So if Ted Cruz is doing it, it's not surprising that, like, your, yeah. your landlady was like, ah, yeah, no. I'll go with Trump. Why not? Right. I think they're sort of falling in line like that. Uh, <laughs> but even the when I don't get all the women going on the news trying to defend Trump from all these oh. things, like how many showers do they have to take a day? Kellyanne Conway. Oh, she's the worst. And then there's, a, did you see the women that made the t-shirts with the arrow pointing oh, to right. their pussies? And Trump it says, can Trump grab can my, grab my pussy. Right, right. Like, regardless of politics. <laughs> If you don't have a little problem with that, and with the and he's not, you know, he's not like Ryan Reynolds. You know, it's Trump. You know, it's not. (laughs) This isn't Brad Pitt. Okay, it's it's like creepy grandfather with you know a comb over. Yeah, and let me tell you that comb over looks uh, even crazier in person. Yeah, you've seen it in real life. I've seen it in real life. It's like a ferret. Is it really? I believe it. He's just like yeah, and he's like sweaty and And the whole like wrong, 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 wrong. Oh, wrong. Anyways, ombre. nasty woman. Nasty um, woman. Guys, I, I want to get a t-shirt that says nasty woman, actually. I do, too. That was trending this morning on Twitter. Was it? Nasty or, woman. Well, I mean, or two, that was funny. Sorry, nasty this, woman. I forgot when this is airing. That was trending yeah. two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so. If you guys want your listener questions answered, or if you have any funny text messages from an app you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Dot com. Now let's dive in to the reason of the week. This week's reason is the election broke us all. Yeah, which we've talked a lot about. It yeah. has uh, it's broken up some relationships. I remember reading in it. Uh, an interview with a couple where the woman was voting for Hillary and the guy was voting for Trump and she was saying, if he actually goes to the polls and votes for Trump, I will divorce him. (laughs) It has potentially broken up marriages, friendships, uh, torn families apart. It is breaking us all. It's an unprecedented effect it on, is. It just proves country. that America is more sexist than they are racist. I think you know because Obama it wasn't like this. You know, no, and I know true. I know Trump has added a lot more to it than right. But it's just. But also with Obama, it was a the perfect storm. Yeah, McCain. McCain wasn't like as. No, I mean, no, Palin was though. She was crazy. She was but, crazy. Um, what's she up to? I wonder. Supporting Trump. Uh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. She was one of the first ones, which yeah. goes to show you what. Uh, probably prepping for and like Amarosa and Sarah oh, Palin those are the two it's yeah, bad see, women love Trump <laughs> do you guys know any relationships that have been torn apart that you know personally I've read a lot about it and we've gotten a lot of emails from listeners who who have said that this has made them rethink people that they're dating I, I really think it's one of those things now I think people are going to start changing how they date I think pl- politics play an important role now um at least when you first meet and get to know each other. Wasn't there... We did a news story a while back. Wasn't there one... 
a dating app that was having you could put your political affiliation as part of your profile. Oh, Bumble cool. actually was adding filters, kind of like Snapchat, but they would go like temporarily over your photo and it would say like it would I think it would be red or blue and it would say I mean that would be so great because I would just I would just like if I wish I could do like advanced search and like Mm -hmm. anybody that had the red I would say nope no thanks I mean it used to be like Red Sox fans didn't date Yankee fans right yeah but now even that's nothing at least it puts things in perspective at least it's like hey otherwise we can all get along Exactly. Uh, guys, I think we've we've dived a lot into the election. I, th- I think we can just jump into our Reason of the Week breakdown. Like we said, we have gotten so many emails. The election's tearing us all apart. There are some fundamental issues treating women with respect Uh, making sure that all humans have equal rights, actually treating humans with mutual respect. All of these things, those can be relationship-breaking issues, but some things should not be relationship-breaking. We are going to prove that with a game that we call the Non-Relationship-Ending Debate. I will be your debate moderator for the evening. Jay and Angela will take sides on an issue and debate it out until I say stop. They'll high five after every round to show that they're still friends. <laughs> Shay gets first dibs on the side she wants to take as our okay. guest. Um, right. If you don't know about either topic, you have to bullshit just like politicians do. Are you That's ready? Easy. I'll take the I'm evil ready. side, whatever it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's not really an evil side, but uh, uh, there might be. I'll make one. Okay. Your first topic. I'm going to put, I'll put, uh, should I say 10, 10 seconds on the clock? Ross and Rachel versus Monica and Chandler, who was the best friends couple. Are you ready to debate this? I'll take I'll take Ross and Rachel. All right. Oh, I want I wanted Monica and Chandler. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Ten seconds on the clock and go. Uh well, time for me to bullshit. Well they were clearly <laughs> the best couple because they were spent time years together, whereas Chandler's just sort of a goofy guy who just happened to like, oh hey, let's date and marry Great. Ten seconds up. <laughs> I like how it sounds like you got it wrong, but it's actually just, just No, a bing I did. I totally thing. got it wrong. All right. You know what? I'm gonna Your do Your opinion no, no, no. is wrong. No, no, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a bing bing bing. I'm gonna change okay. it. You're right. That sound cue made it sound like it was wrong. Okay. Angela, you have okay. ten seconds on the clock to argue why Monica and Chandler are the best couple. Go. Okay, wrong. well, I have a big crush on Chandler, which is kind of wrong. Wrong. Um at- <laughs> Such a nasty woman. Wrong. And they were together. They never broke up. Right? Ross and Rachel okay. broke up. All right. Uh, that's your 10 seconds. Wow, that is that is distracting when Trump does that, isn't it? It's so distracting. <laughs> that's, like, Hillary has like laser focus, right? though. She is. When that like, fly fell on, landed on her face last debate, she didn't even blink. It was like Westworld. Yeah. And then that fly was like on her on her jacket. She didn't even notice that either. She's like, yeah. She's like even lazy. Bernie got distracted when the bird came over. He was like, oh. <laughs> no, but it was he was like Snow he's so White. sweet. Was he was perfect. just like, ah, where yeah. are my breadcrumbs? Uh, I'm. I think Angela got too distracted there. I'm going to say that Jay won that. Jay round. did win. <laughs> Wrong. Oh wait, one, no. <laughs> one for one for Jay. I'm do that again. I'm sorry, but you should feel free to because it's a lot of fun. Okay, next next topic. You have to decide whether Stranger Things. Or American Horror Story, which one's the better TV show? Okay. Which one do you want to... Um, I've never seen Stranger Things. So American Horror Story. So I'll take American Horror Story. And 10 seconds on the clock, go. It's a much better show. Just look at season one with like that weird guy in the leather suit. I mean, how creepy is that? Is that the most creepy thing you've ever seen in your life? It, it's... <laughs> 
Was that the ding, ding, ding? Oh, okay. And, uh, all right, Angela, you have to argue for Stranger Things okay. and 10 seconds on the clock. Go. Okay, well, Stranger Things brought a lot of great things into our lives, but number one being the comeback of Winona Ryder. So we have to thank Stranger Things for that. And, like, what has American Horror Story ever done? Uh, I'm going to give Angela that round just because I love Winona Ryder, and that was a good point. Right. True. I should have, I should have brought <laughs> Jessica Lang. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my... Lady Gaga and Jessica Lang. Where, what was I thinking? Instead, I brought the weird guy in the leather suit. All right. We've got... He was very impactful we've got two more <laughs> rounds unless we need a tiebreaker uh next up is between whole foods versus trader joe's trader which, joe's okay you take trader joe's 10 seconds on the clock go whole foods is way too expensive period <laughs> trader joe's is awesome and they're friendly they don't even try they don't even oh was that the ding nope you got <laughs> two more seconds <laughs> what? They're, all, they're great free samples are better Pumpkin. Oh, the free samples are mm. <laughs> pumpkin. Pumpkin. Uh, pumpkin. Pumpkin. Did I get it in? Okay, you have to argue for Whole Foods. Oh, uh, they are expensive. Th- Shit. <laughs> and go. Uh, well, they do have like that hot food b- bar buffet thing, and for people that don't cook, that is really handy. You can jo- go and just like scoop stuff into a box. Oh man, this is tough. Um, I'm gonna call this one a tie because the expensive argument is like is is just a very strong argument, but I don't cook. So that was also a strong argument. So I'm going to say that that round was a tie. And that means that our next round is going to be the big tie breaking. I didn't get to do my Hillary shimmy when I, when I won my round. So I'm doing it for those who can't see me doing a Hillary shimmy. Okay. (laughs) The last round. That's the tiebreaker for our debate is stripes versus polka dots. Okay. Just in general. I'll which, take stripes. You'll take stripes? Yeah. 10 seconds on the... Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Or, or do you... you, you actually... Uh, go ahead. You can, you can go first. It's really right. not fair that I've gotten to go second. Both times? I've oh, you're right. About, I've thought oh, about my brilliant right. points. Are you guys questioning my debate moderator skills? <laughs> Bring in Lester Holt. You know Chris Wallace. <laughs> um, he did a great he job. He did a great job. I want right. to moderate every debate. You're right. That was a good point, Jay. And as the guest, <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. And Angela has to go first this time. Angela is arguing for... Polka dots. Polka dots. Okay. okay. Uh, which you're not wearing today, but uh, okay. 10 seconds on the clock. Go. Okay. Polka dots are the preferred pattern of Minnie Mouse, and I'm a big fan of hers. I think she's kind of a style icon. They're classic. It's a classic print. You can never go wrong with a good polka dot. All right. 10 seconds on the clock to argue for stripes, for stripes. in general. Yeah. And go. I'm going to talk about the stripes in a second, but first I'll get back to the issue of Trader Joe's. <laughs> They're so happy with their Hawaiian shirts, and the people just love it there with their T-shirts, the free wardrobe, <laughs> and another thing. And she, li- <laughs> and she lied I'm about that. She lied about that. Just the Whole Foods bar, everything she said. Uh, I'm giving that one to Jay because the Hawaiian <laughs> shirts was like just such I a know. strong, a strong point. Yes. And even though it was, uh, <laughs> even though she went off topic, like like any good politician sometimes right. when you they go off to, off topic i get distracted too and i follow them along and that was right. that was that brilliant. was a perfect yes it was a perfectly brilliant example of what any good politician does in a or debate. bad ones as they did last night with yeah, trump yeah, yeah. we forgot uh, to high five after every round but oh, okay we're high still five friends. now you're still friends uh, jay each other but we high fived jay won the debate one more ding 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 Yay! Congrats, Jay's thank our, you so much. Jay's our champion of the Fine. the debate. Well, we hope that that taught you guys some things. The point is, is that whether you and your your boo agree or disagree on topics such as these, don't let them end your relationship. But if you disagree about, say, human rights issues, 
maybe it should. Maybe you move on. Yeah. And if you're debating, change the topic. Yeah. To something else you can debate about that change, you debated about earlier. Change it to Hawaiian. Tinder. Yeah. Especially if it involves Hawaiian shirts. Right. Uh, and Winona Ryder. <laughs> or Winona right. Ryder. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason of the week. That is it for this episode of This Is Why You're Single. For more reasons you're single, remember you can always check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Thank you so much to our guest, Jay McBride. You were fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. It was so much fun to be here. Follow her on Twitter at Jay McBride. That's J with an E. Or on Instagram at j.mcbride. Where else can people fo- follow you? Any other plugs? Facebook, just J McBride Comedy. J-A-Y-E-M-C-B-R-I-D-E Comedy. Check out her comedy. My website. Whatever. Check out one of her shows. I've seen, a, I've seen it. It's so funny. She, she's great. You're and that was great. in Woodstock. That was a tough... That was a tough. That room. was a tough. Well, everybody. <laughs> Very white room. They were all senior citizens, also. Right, right. Those. Uh, oh, those I got them. I got them though. They were like, "What's transgender mean?" And then I got them. No, you did. They they loved well, it, and it was a room of all white but they were like hippie they, really, yeah, they were they like really, old hippies yeah they were very they were more hillary than trump for sure it yeah. was like so like when you're old and you're about to die i have a theory that you either move to florida or or if you were like a hippie old person you move mm-hmm. to woodstock and like mm-hmm. that's okay. where you go and it was like an old person's woodstock to me was like an old person's home for hippies so everybody was so nice and they would just want to like stop you on the street to like talk to you about like their dog or how like the street is changing i don't think it's people moving there i think it's just the same hippies from 1969 that's true there's like oh they're just burned out i met a lot that they they own like crystal shops right and and uh they all go to yoga like senior citizen yoga and meditation i'm like i told nick i was like this is where we're moving when we get old like i'm going to woodstock to die because these are my people i'm sure nick will love that (laughs) i don't know and his republican family yeah, <laughs> more so. I think Bring he'll have a, a bigger problem with the crystals than anything. Right. Unless else. Trump yeah. wins, and then we'll have to deal with the zombie apocalypse. Right. You know, well, but then, then we're rounding up everybody. Right. Then the stuck. fallout shelters. That's yeah. where we'll be moving. I'll look at a nice fallout shelter near the ocean. <laughs> you know. uh, save a room for us. Um, okay. It's right. funny. I feel like we're not journalists, but people are going to be like, "Gosh, that wasn't a, a biased or non-biased <laughs> podcast." Uh, it, sorry, but, guys. you know what? I don't care because. I, I would normally care and try to keep our we tr- we're very like open minded. I don't we don't see things as like black and white. But like if you part. yeah, but for at this point in the election, like there if you're a good person, there's only I, I truly believe there's only one way to see things. Right. I don't want to say sound yeah. mean, but unless I mean unless you don't have a soul, you know. Right. <laughs> and we know <laughs> people have problems with Hillary, uh, but guys. Right. Yeah, we know she's not we, perfect. Nobody is perfect, but we know that we if you support two, Trump, you also drown kittens. Right. Yes, you know? that's all that's we're that's, that's all, all we're saying. saying yeah, you know? all you, we're saying. So get out there and vote. Get your your and vote. You hate I voted sticker. Well, no, I hate babies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's a bad example. Uh, send us. Uh, you know what? Tag us in your I voted sticker picks. Why not? We are on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. We are also on iTunes where you can like and subscribe. Unless you're a Trump voter, then you're probably not going to have very nice things to say. So please don't comment and. Otherwise, tune in next week for a whole new show. We love you. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.